Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're back once again. It's your boy, Killer. And this is Smooth. And this is Illicit Funds Podcast. We're here for y'all, and hope you had a good week. We got a nice weekend coming up this week, Smooth. Some some decent games. Not really big games, but some decent games. Some, some I guess, catchy slipping games is coming, oh, yeah, is coming up this week. It feels good to be back on Friday nights, giving y'all what y'all been missing, that, that podcast. Killer, we got a... We got a big game in the Big 12 down in Austin. Mm-hmm. It's the Horns and the Cowboys. Yeah. And the Cowboys undefeated. Mm-hmm. Number 12 in the country. Yeah. They got that end of the game Thanksgiving weekend uh, showdown, bedlam with the with, with the Sooners. Yeah. And it could be for all the marbles if they can win this game right here and keep it keep the momentum rolling. Yep. Yeah, man, they 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 got a good they got a good thing going down there in uh at Oklahoma State, and you know I think that Texas is coming off a tough loss last week, really tough loss. Uh, they had Oklahoma on the ropes, and just they let them off the hook, man. They they let them off the hook, and and they 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 just they just couldn't seal the deal. You know they the defense couldn't hold off all for them. They jumped up to a big lead, and. Oklahoma just roared back right there at the end, scored 25 points in the fourth quarter. So you're saying Oklahoma went Tyson Fury on them? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, Brandy used to have this song. Yeah. That everybody knows mm-hmm. almost doesn't count. No. You know, and that's kind of how it was last week. They yeah. they, they kind of had them, but they ain't have shit. They didn't have nothing. They didn't. They didn't have shit, man. They, they didn't did. do it. They couldn't do it, man. And you know, and I, I don't think that they have a hangover and and just fall fall down on their face this week. I think it's a competitive game. Uh, they still have one of the best running backs in the country. You know, they can still put up points. Defense is lacking, but you know, if it turns into a shootout, I think Texas comes out on top. I really do. I think Texas can can hang in there with them and show them exactly what it what it is that they need. So so you're telling me you in a shootout, you're not going to go with the team that got a mascot with guns? No. What? I'm going off of what I see. Mascots mean nothing. If, if we were, if we were he fighting... He got the two guns. If we, were fighting, if we were fighting mascots, the the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets would be crushed by every team. They got the advantage in the air. Ah, whatever. And so ESPN, the FPI is giving Texas an eighty percent chance to win this game. I, I don't believe that. Okay. They meet the Cowboys all day, Pistol Pete, all day. All right. Dead eye. Gotcha. I, I like it. I like the Cowboys. I mean, they're gonna have to keep it low scoring because they've only scored thirty points one time. Yeah. But they run the ball. They got a quarterback that can extend plays. Spencer Sanders. That's that's their key. They're running back. Warren, 150 yards a game. You've been able to depend on him lately. Mm-hmm. And this could be their third uh, win over a ranked team in a row, I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, Texas, they still in the Big 12 race a little bit. But I think it dies tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know? a, loss, a loss tomorrow puts them pretty much out of it with those two teams being undefeated and Baylor still still being in the mix a little bit. But um, but I don't I don't I don't see it coming. I like I like my boy B John man. He he has definitely showed that he can put that team on his back. <clears throat> he's 
multifaceted. He's not just a good running back. He can go out, clear out of the backfield, catch passes. You know, he's definitely an all-around player. And, you know, I think that they have enough on offense. I keep saying this because that's pretty much the only crutch that they have to stand on is their offense because – Cause there's no D in Texas. No, there's 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 no D in Texas. It's it's looking bleak down there for for the Longhorns on the defensive side of the ball because they you know they've really had a lot of teams put up some points against them. I mean, forty points, <clears throat> forty points by Arkansas, fifty five points by Oklahoma, twenty seven points, even thirty five points by the Red Raiders. Yeah, they scored seventy, but still thirty five points by the by Texas Texas Tech, and you know that's that's really that's really poor offensively and I mean defensively. But like they showed last Saturday, they can put the hammer down and put up points fast. You know they jumped on uh, Oklahoma, put twenty eight points up in the first quarter. Everybody thought it was over with, you know. But Oklahoma proved that you know they got more tricks up their sleeve. Switched quarterbacks, put in a young guy, and he he came in and dominated. Caleb Williams looked like the next. Uh, he looked like the next up guy, man. Yeah, like yeah. He, he Spencer Rattler. He punching in the air right now, like Trey Young. Yeah, you, you pretty upset. Yeah, you pretty upset, and and you know, hopefully they figure it out down there and figure out who's going to be the quarterback. But I think at the end of it all, Texas comes out victorious. I think that they can they come in to. Um, to this game with a mindset of, all right, we're not going to lay down. We're not – yeah, we got beat last week. Last week is behind us. Steve Sarkeesian gets that out of their head, shut, tells, them, tells them to stay focused on what's in front of you. Oklahoma's behind you. That's in the past. Oklahoma State is right here in front of you, and they, we have an opportunity to, to keep fighting and give ourselves uh, a good record at the end of the season and hopefully a chance to make it. It's a win I, I think they still have a hangover because you can't spell Oklahoma State without Oklahoma. Yeah, you know they they gonna still they're gonna still see another team from Oklahoma, and I feel like they bring a butter knife to a gunfight tomorrow. All right, all right, man. I mean, you, if you say so. I mean, like I say, looking at it, looking at it to me, I agree with I guess everybody else. You know, in looking at the spread, it's a slight spread. It's only three and a half points, so it really could go either way. A lot of people are picking the Cowboys, you know, because they are technically ranked higher, the better team. But Texas has played some tough games this year, and I think that that's going to make them ready to go into this game prepared to finally wrap it up and get the victory. Rubbing the palms again? Oh, yeah, because the next game, you know, next game we got right here, we we got the Hogs and we got the Tigers, okay. War Eagle over there in Fayetteville. Yeah. Um the the Hogs, I mean, it's kind of from where they were a couple of weeks ago. Um they had all hope ain't lost. They're still ranked in the top twenty, but they got two losses now. Yeah. Um I, you know, and so um you lost they've lost their last two. And I told you before, I didn't think that they win. Any of the, the 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 big games that they had left, yeah. um, you were right in, about in, last in, in a row. They um, they haven't they haven't beat they they didn't score against Georgia and, and narrowly narrowly lost to Ole Miss. Yeah. And this week they do get uh, the Tigers, but you know Auburn showed some fight last week against Georgia at a certain point. Uh, they are you know the Tigers are a four and a half point underdog. 
uh, it hasn't been because of Bo Nix that they've been that they hadn't won lost some of these games. I, I think that he's given them as good as he can get with pedestrian wide receivers. Um, you know, and so you know they're gonna have to jaywalk this week. I need them to do something special. Yeah. You know, do something out of the ordinary. Um, give him somebody to do it because. Um, the running game had a tough time last week against Georgia. Just wasn't getting it done overall. But Georgia and Arkansas ain't Georgia. Um, I think the running game gets back going. Hunter, Tank Bigsby, um, they got absolutely dominated last week at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they do take it out on the Hogs. The price of bacon goes down this week again. Okay, okay. Price of bacon is going down. I remember the last time somebody said that. I want to say it was when they were playing the Aggies. I said that with Georgia, didn't I? We sure? I don't know. Don't run the tape back. And Arkansas has had a tough stretch, man. I mean, the, they look great in the Texas game. They look good in the, in the Texas A&M game. They got Texas's number, but now, you know, they, they're playing teams a little bit further east. And having having some trouble with them, so but I you know you know me I'm I'm not I'm not a I'm not a Bo Nix fan. I've said it all season. I'm not a Bo Nix fan, and I think that he doesn't do enough to win games. Yeah, it was Georgia they played Have last you week. What he, you seen what he got to work with? But the thing about it is, you know, if if your if your passing game is a, is a threat, your running game could be successful. And I think that even Georgia last week didn't have any respect for that passing game. They 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 gave them what they wanted to take. It it resulted in at least one touchdown. Well, then that was all. And you know I think that Arkansas has enough to. I like KJ Jefferson. I think he's a great quarterback. He's a, uh, he you know when it comes to dual dual threat, it's he's what you want to see. Um, he's he's not gonna. He's not gonna just beat you on what one aspect of his game. He's got multiple ways that he can he can get that first down, multiple ways that he can pick up points. And that fifty one to fifty two showing against Ole Miss, was it the smart decision for them to go for two instead of taking the field goal and send it to the old and send it in overtime? Hey, if if that call works, Sam Pittman's the greatest coach in Arkansas history, the smartest man in the world. It didn't. So he's eating a little bit of crow this week, but at the end of the at the end of the day, I think that you know the Tigers heading heading playing this game in in Arkansas, heading on the road, especially after a tough loss to Georgia. I think it's the opposite of the situation with with Texas, like as I talked about earlier, because they were never really in that game except when it was three to nothing. Mm-hmm. You know that game was never really in grasp. Even when they scored that touchdown, it, you, they had a slight glimmer of hope, but that was snatched away from them on pretty much the next drive. And you know, I think I think that I think that Auburn's just having just they're just going to continue that tough season, man. And and Arkansas is going to I ain't going to even say roll over them or dominate them, but I think that they will do enough to win the game and win at least by ten. I, I like the uh, I like Auburn. I like Auburn by. Two touchdowns. Okay. They'll take some of that toilet paper that they usually roll those trees with. Yeah. 
You know, roll Fayetteville. Okay. Okay. We'll, we, we'll definitely see, man. I mean, the Razorbacks, you know, regardless of what happens with them the rest of this season, they're looking good, and Sam Pittman has them trending up. I think your lower-tier kids that that are thinking about going going to maybe a bigger school and facing a little bit stiffer competition and not really sure if they're good enough to – to win, beat out those types of players or don't have offers from those types of schools will start flocking down to Arkansas to pay, play for him. I think he's really got a good thing going going down there, and he's really going to be able to, you know, show show some big things in the SEC West. And and I think that, um, you know, they definitely they're, they're definitely going to be able to, to um, pull off this victory this week. But, you know, that's why you play the game. We just got to wait and see what happens. So in the in the ACC Coastal, we got Pitt, who is is looking like a team, looking like maybe the team to beat. Yeah. Um, out there, uh, they're lost. They lost this year to Western Michigan. Yeah. Um, they are. They got a big game looming with Clemson next week, but this week they face Virginia Tech. These are the top two teams in the uh, ACC Coastal. Where it looked like the tide didn't come up and swallow the the, the division because you thought that you were going to see North Carolina and Miami, but you're seeing Pitt and Virginia Tech. Uh, Pitt is a is a five point favorite in this game. The game is in Virginia Tech. You saw what happened to North Carolina when they went in to um, uh, uh, Blacksburg and played that game. And like I told you off air. With North Carolina, it looks like like gang initiate. Everybody beating them. Everybody, yeah. you know, they just just taking turns. Yeah, when, when Florida State gets turned, it's it's pretty bad. Oh yeah, it. You know, Bobby was, Bobby was definitely in spirit on the sideline with that one. Um, who do you like in this game? Do you do you think that um, Pittsburgh is? You know, they they win this game, control their destiny, get Clemson next week, and continue to roll. What you what you like in this one? Okay. Oh well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh, and and, and I, I was really on the fence until I pulled up the stats for these two teams, and FBS ranking has Pittsburgh number one in points per game, at fifty two point four points per game, with th- and third and f- fourth respectfully in total yards and total pass yards, so. They're putting up some points out there. They're putting up some offense out there in Pittsburgh, man. They, they are, but you know they they put fifty on. They played UMass. They played UNI, U, New Hampshire. It doesn't matter. They 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 would get the same beat. They would get the same treatment. Yeah. Um. But you know they they've they played some cupcakes. Yeah. You know and they last week they uh, a couple weeks ago they they gave Georgia Tech the business. Um. So they hadn't necessarily played the uh, the biggest competition. Now they they put uh, some points up on uh, they put forty forty one up on Tennessee. They did they did play Tennessee. Yeah. And in beat Knoxville. Them in Knoxville, and uh, you know so I I I'm I'm big Virginia Tech. They gave Notre Dame a scare last week. They did. They always play tough at home. Mm-hmm. They're playing an offensive just juggernaut. Uh, their quarterback Kenny Pickett only one pick, and he's been throwing the ball up and down the field all year. Uh, Twelve touchdowns. Um, offense hadn't been clicking for 
Virginia Tech so far this year, but it's just something about when they play in Blacksburg. They they always kind of uh, give you a little something. Um, I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win the game, but really close. Field goal game. I think a late field goal by Pittsburgh wins that game. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if, if Virginia Tech was to upset them in that game. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you say, Virginia Tech has been playing some stiff competition, uh, well, stiffer than what what Pittsburgh has seen. But <clears throat> they haven't put up many points. And most points they scored was 35 against uh, Middle Tennessee and the 29 against Notre Dame. And Notre Dame isn't really known for their defensive play. You know, that's, that, that is the same team that got beat by Cincinnati. So, you know, they definitely, you know, they definitely don't just scare scare anybody. But, uh, you know, they, you know, when it comes down to it, I mean, I'm with you, man. Pittsburgh is just, is just I think it's going to be too much for them. And, you know, they're, they're going to separate them, themselves in that division, especially if they win that game and kind of put themselves <clears throat> at the top. Because, you know, it's it's a sad division, <laughs> I mean, uh, to say the least. But the ACC as a whole, it's, they, it's, need, they need life support it's, a little it's, bit. They're, it's they're, a sad. Their uh, uh, playoff hopes are, you know, are, are, are like, you know, hanging with Elvis. They probably be hanging with Elvis. You know, they're on life support right now. They are. And over in the, in the Atlantic division, you got 22, number 22, NC State, the Wolfpack, going to – uh, Chestnut Hill to play the Eat Boston College Eagles, both four and one. Uh, BC lost to Clemson their last time out in a game where I think if anybody watched that game two weeks ago, you said, "How do how do they lose that game? Yeah. They had a thousand chances to really win that game." Yeah. But um, uh, I like the Wolfpack to continue to roll. Um, this is a, this is a team that I, I feel like is going to represent the uh, Atlantic in the. Uh, in the ACC championship, um, provided that they continue to win and 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 they don't let Florida State, you know, uh, let, you know, they don't let they don't fall victim to Florida State because they, you know, Florida State's out to upset people this year. Yeah. Um. This this that's gonna be a really good game. I'm I'm really, uh, keen in on that game. NC State's only a three point favorite, but I do think I think they win that game by fourteen points. Okay. I don't think it's as close as what they say. Um, Boston College has some offensive problems, and they never had a great offense. And so I think if you're North Carolina State, you you still feel really good off that Clemson win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got some good. They got a good win over Clemson, but you know, really, who who knows what Clemson has this year? The one loss that they have uh, came to Mississippi State. Uh, that's that was kind of a shocker when I realized that, but you know, you know they they have pulled off some big upsets. Boston College, on the other hand, on the flip side, lost to Clemson. Like you said, only lost. You know, I looking at this game, I think it's a coin flip. I think you really could go either way if you're gonna just pick it. Um, but the thing about it is, just just for. Argument sake, I'm gonna go with Boston College. I think that I think that they they just just to stir some stuff up and kind of 
rile everybody up and kind of make it a little bit, just a tad bit worse on the ACC and really just make them an afterthought when it comes to the playoff. So you're telling me Doug Flutie's walking through the door? Matt Ryan. Either one. <laughs> Either one. No, nah, it ain't going to be a Hail Mary over against Miami win, but I think it's going to be a win nonetheless. You know, it's, 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 it doesn't have the, the, the clout or the grandeur of of that game, but, you know, I think that they're, they're definitely going to come in and, and show that, you know, they, 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 they do play football up in Boston, and it's not just the New England Patriots that do it. It's, you know, they got a, they got a little school down there that, that plays a little ball too. And, and I just see them just, just, like I say, just to make it a little bit more shaky out there in the ACC because the great, the great hope is already gone with Clemson's loss, losses. So you got to wait for it. You got an undefeated Wake Forest out there that said, not so fast, my friend. Shout hey, out to Lee Corso. Hey, I agree. We, we're I mean, undefeated. We're, we we want to bite at the apple. They are undefeated, but, I mean, all right, let's, let's break it down. Does an undefeated Wake Forest make it to the playoff? Uh, no. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. No. You don't think so? No. Does OJ get off without Johnny Cochran? No. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it happens either. Man. Yeah, that's about the I, same answer. I don't I don't think I, they don't have the quality wins. They if things go how I'm saying they're gonna go, it's a possibility that that the they'll be the only ranked team in the ACC come the end of the season if they go undefeated. Yeah, they'll be the only ranked team in the ACC, and that's just not enough. And will it suck for poor little Wake Forest? If I was a Wake Forest fan, I would be Furious. Chris Paul is going to be mad. Tim Duncan is going to be pissed because they're not going to make it. Yeah, I mean. You know what I mean? But, hey. So, you know, pushing it further south, uh, we got a couple games that we're going we're gonna to talk about. But before we do that, I mean, Michigan State's number 10. They're, they've been rolling this year. But – Maybe the experts know something that we don't because uh, Indiana team has been getting – Penn State did it to them. Uh, Cincinnati beat them. Iowa blowed them out in game, in game one. They, 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 they've lost against every team with a pulse, but they're only a four-and-a-half-point underdog. Uh, that, that's a game that I, I – I feel like Michigan State wins that game by, by 17 points, but – it it is a it is a road game against a team that had a lot of expectation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a quarterback that's had a hard time throwing it to his own people. He got seven picks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he may be colorblind. Don't know <laughs> who's out there, who he's throwing to. Uh, but this is a game right here that definitely I'm a big fan. We both are big fans of what we see out of Mel Tucker and Michigan State up there in East Lansing. But yeah. it's gonna be a trap game for them as they get ready in a couple of weeks. For for Michigan, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a big one, man. And, and you know they 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 rolling into a bye week if they after they win this if they win this game this week, and you know it could be a tra- like you say it could be a trap game. Looking ahead, got the binoculars out, worried about the Wolverines, uh, big rivalry uh, game between the Wolverines, Michigan, Michigan State. You know uh, they they definitely could be looking ahead, but <coughs> but I don't believe so, man. Bell Tucker. 
You know, he was a defensive coordinator when when Georgia went to the national championship. He's he's I think I want to say he he was in the mix at Alabama when they were doing a lot of winning. He mm-hmm. wasn't a defensive coordinator, but he was a, a defensive coach on that on those teams. So he knows what it's like to be ranked high and have a good team. And he's he's been in those experience those experiences of how to keep yourself focused and keep your team focused, especially when expectations start to mount on you, which they are. I mean, they, they, they're still not getting too much credit being ranked number 10. So, you know, getting into the, the meat of their schedule is what they're about to head into, especially after uh, Saturday's game and after the bye week, they'll, they'll start heading into the bulk of their schedule. And it's going to be interesting, man. I, if, if Indiana pulls it off, they're not completely out of it. I will say that. You know, when it went out, you know, uh, and they still have an opportunity to, to represent that side of the conference in the Big Ten championship game, but the pressure increases drastically. You know, you have to, you have to win out in order to get in because, you know, you, you, still have, you still have an opportunity to face the top teams in the conference, still have Michigan on the schedule, Ohio State still on the schedule, Penn State still on the schedule. So, you know, they definitely they definitely have an opportunity to really show up and put put Michigan State back on the map. Because, you know, I, I remember the days of Michigan State really being a threat mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. They beat Alabama, yeah, I believe. Yeah, they they uh they've been a threat and 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 you can really have a good team up there and, and it hadn't taken Mel long to come in and and get that team where it is. I mean, he did he did awesome things at Colorado. So to in order to get his foot into that in the, into that hat for that Michigan State job, and it's and it's turned out to be a great hire for both sides. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, but and then we talk, you know, and then another game that I think me and you both talked about. We're excited to see. Uh, on Rocky Top, the Lane Train, the Ole Miss Rebels go in at four and one, uh, coming off their loss two weeks ago to Alabama, and last week their narrow win over Arkansas. They really feel like that while they don't control their destiny in the West, um, they they still can uh, definitely uh, get into New Year's Six. Yeah, um, they got everything in front of them, but uh, Tennessee is sort of the FPI have them as a favorite in this game, a two-and-a-half. Well, no, it has Ole Miss as a two-and-a-half point favorite, but everybody says, hey, even though they're a favorite because they are the more ranked team, don't be surprised because it's more than likely true that Tennessee's going to win this game at home. Um, I've been a big fan of what they've been doing at Ole Miss, but Tennessee looked good last week. Um you know, they they definitely put forty five points on South Carolina. Week before they put sixty two on uh on Mississippi on Missouri. Uh this is this is a game and they narrowly lost to Pittsburgh. Uh how do you feel on this killer? Do you do you feel like do you feel like Lane is finally gonna get to tell them to get their popcorn, they really gonna get to eat it yeah. and, and enjoy this game? I don't think so. I think I think you know, I think New Salem is going to be rocking, man, Saturday, and it, and you know it's a night game too. They they're going to be pumped up up there, man, and 
you know, it's a hundred thousand plus that fits in that packs that house out, man. And I, and I think I think they're gonna be ready, ready for, ready for a battle. And you know, Tennessee, <clears throat> they're iffy this year. They're they they're they're overachieving. Actually, I believe they're overachieving by but but still kind of staying where they need to be, especially when you look at the schedule and see losses against Pittsburgh and Florida and, you know, Missouri, not that great. Gamecocks, not that great. But, you know, the lane train pulling into the station, a lot of people, especially Tennessee, long-term Tennessee fans are not going to like seeing Lane Kiffin on that sideline again, uh, and, you know, in a different jersey. You know, they've seen him over there when he came back with Alabama. Now he's the big dog again back in the SEC. Um, you know, and he's coming back to Tennessee. But, you know, they Tennessee has they have a pretty good offense. They they can they can score points. Ole Miss defensively, I'm not really sure about them. I'm not really sure if they have enough on defense to really put up put up the the stops to, you know, kind of give their offensive opportunity. Matt Corral, I still say, is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC, regardless of his record. You know, if he gets hot, then he can throw it all over the field all day, every day. But uh, I'll say Tennessee, just, 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 just for the sake of, you know, getting, getting a, getting a lane train. A little bit more off the rails. I'm gonna go with the rebels. Um, Lane is. Uh, I think he. I think when he said get popcorn ready, they misunderstood him. He was talking about this game, mm-hmm. um, and he had to go to the bathroom. That's why he dipped out on the press conference. <laughs> um, it, <clears throat> they just took it the wrong way. The media did. Yeah. Misquote. Misquote. All day, every day. Um, Macarell is like you say, one of the best quarterbacks. Still hadn't thrown a pick. Close to 70% completion. He's got enough of a run game with Parrish and Ely, Connor. Um, a defense that should be a, should be able to do enough. But Ole Miss, it's all about you can't spell Ole Miss without O, and that's what I think they do. They they outscore Tennessee. Um, and, and I definitely – I like them. I like them by 10 over in, in Neyland Stadium. They quiet the upset crowd. Um, and, and Tennessee has to go down the road somewhere else to uh, try to find that upset. Okay. I got you. I got you. And so, and so Killer, we, we got the big one. We got the we got Lexington going to Athens. Yeah. We got the Cats and the Dogs. Yeah. We got – this is probably the bigger game in Kentucky history. Yeah. Maybe since Be- – Bear Bryant was in Kentucky. Yeah. Maybe ever. Yeah. Um, this is basketball. I give me Kentucky ten days out of the week. Yeah. But this is uh, this is football, and and Georgia is about football, and they're playing probably the best football in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cats, man. This is for the East, like. Yeah. This is, uh, FPI gives them a four, give the Cats a. Four point six percent chance of win, which means they got a snowball chance in hell. Basically, is what they're saying. Um, are you are you are you taking the snowball this week? How you feel? No, nah, you know I can't do that. But I will say this, cause I uh you know anytime we talk about Georgia, I will just just for 
argument purposes, I will put out there, I do have a UGA bias. Um, I couldn't tell. I know. It's, yeah. it's hard to say, but I, 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 I try to. You hide it well. I try to hide it. But this game, and you know, Kentucky definitely has a good team. I will give them that. They beat Florida first time they've done it in might as well say a hundred years. If it if it was if it was twenty years, it might as well be. If it was twenty years, you might as well say a hundred. Beat LSU at home, uh, Missouri. You know, South Carolina fought it out with them. Fought it out with, with Missouri, but I'm. I'm going to say that those two games is going to be what you need to look at. And and, and they they barely escaped a Missouri team that's so-so. Barely escaped a uh, South Carolina team that's so-so. Put up good numbers against LSU, but <clears throat> LSU's so banged up, man, I don't even know if you can call them Tigers anymore. And you know, they, they really have no idea what they're doing as a team down there, especially defensively. And, you know, the, the run game is their strong suit. Uh, that's what they hold their hat on. Uh, 212 yards rushing, 24th in the country. You know, and I think that that in itself is going to be their Achilles heel in this Georgia game. Well, that's their bread and butter is, is running the football. Um, Chris Rodriguez and Keontae Smoke. Um, Kavasi, yeah. yeah. He Keontae today. <laughs> After this game, he ain't going to probably know what his name is because that's, that's a really good front seven yeah. at Georgia, the best in the country. Yeah. Uh, they got a quarterback that throws six picks and, and – I mean, Georgia lost Tyke Smith in the uh, secondary. He tore his ACL. He's out for the season. But Georgia's got some 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 hitters back there yeah. in the secondary. They even got walk-on guys out there knocking folks' head off. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Jackson. Um, so I mean, this is a team. This is a team, Kentucky, that wants to do what Georgia wants you to do. Georgia wants you to try to run at them so they can stuff you. And that's what Kentucky feels like they're best at. They they're gonna they're gonna just, just go with it. Uh Wondell Robinson is their wide receiver. He has thirty seven catches. Nobody else on the team has twenty. So they're gonna be looking to get him going, get him touches, see if he can uh he has four carries uh running the football. So he does a little bit of everything. Uh but but these teams like Lynn Lynn Bowden the last couple of years was that guy in Kentucky where they wanted to get the ball to, mm-hmm. and uh, Kentucky always had a problem of completing forward passes like they were using Lynn Bowden at quarterback and 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 thought they were going to go in there and win. Now they finally got a quarterback, but I don't know these teams where it's just one person. Can this one person beat me? I don't know. Maybe you know in high school, yeah, but I don't know. If 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 you're going up against a Georgia team with all these five star guys, and Wondell Robinson ain't gonna be enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just I just don't think they got enough bullets in the gun. Yeah. Uh, for to come into Sanford Stadium and win that, but don't tell them that. No. This is a Super Bowl right here. This is a big game for them, and, and and even and it's not the end of the world if they lose this game. You know they they this they they would have played the top two teams. I guess talent-wise, anyway, in the East, 
uh, already and won one. So, you know, heading for the rest of the season, you know, a New Year's Six Bowl isn't out of the question. But, you know, they have a good offensive line from things I've read about the team, things I've seen about the team. That's why they can run the ball so well. So it's going to be an interesting matchup, especially can Georgia get pressure in the backfield, on the running backs, on the quarterbacks, continue to get pressure. Will they have to blitz more, something they really haven't had to do this season? Uh, they blitz here and there, but pretty much it's send three, send four, and get and get what you need done. Uh, but they may have to bring in some better package, some new packages to try to mix it up a little bit, confuse the offense, the O line. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, if it if it comes down to who's the toughest, who's the baddest, who's gonna hit who in the face, I think Georgia's gonna just punch them. And punch them and punch them until they give up, until they break. Oh yeah, I definitely think that you know this is definitely one of those things where um, Kentucky, even if they lose this game, they have an opportunity for an an eleven win season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's nothing to sneeze at. No. And I don't, I don't, neither me nor you, nor our parents have probably seen an eleven. I know we haven't. I don't, I don't think in our parents' lifetime, yeah. Kentucky's won eleven games. Yeah. So this, that, that's unprecedented territory mm-hmm. and I don't think people realize that with Kentucky being really close to Ohio um, they get a lot of recruits from that area they kind of Ohio State recruits nationally yep. and Ohio has a lot of good recruits they recruit in that area so they have a lot more talent and a lot better program I think people realize yep. and, and and maybe in another year where Georgia isn't clicking like how they were yep. it's a game man they got to worry about but I just think that they're clicking too well uh, Stetson Bennett has been getting it done and he and he's found him some guys in McConkey Mitchell um, Brock Bowers out there. Darnell Washington's coming back. I I just feel like man, and Zeus, he he actually might he actually might be running like Zeus. I I, I can't call him Hercules no more. I appreciate it. He might sure he, he, he might be too. all he might be all God, not just not just you know diet God. You yeah. know he might be you know full on God. Yeah. You know. I got you. Um. So so he he ran his ass off last week. He did. Uh, making some big runs through traffic up the middle. So I mean I just think that they 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 have a guy who's worked himself back. Uh, Zeus from a lot of high from high school injuries, and and I just think man they're gonna be tough. Just just too much talent. Yeah. Uh, but Kentucky, they're twenty one and a half point underdog. I think they make it a little bit closer. I think I think that they maybe lose by, we'll say seventeen, make it a little interesting. Uh, but Georgia in the second half just probably just probably just just blows it, you know, just probably just pulls it on, takes it out of the way. But yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. But yeah, man. So so I think we, I think that should pretty much wrap it up. You know, good good week of football coming up this week for. For for us and all of our listeners, um, you know, hope you enjoy listening to us. Uh, we definitely appreciate anyone that's out there listening to us, and uh, we're just gonna keep bringing you what we know how to how to talk about. We just giving you what we feel. Oh yeah. And uh, well, just go ahead and sign it off for us, Smooth. All right, this is Smooth, and and I just like I say, I want to say thank you to everybody listening to the podcast, Spotify, Google, wherever Anchor, wherever you can get a podcast. Thank you for checking us out. Tell somebody. 
We out. Illicit Funds is out. Peace. All right, peace.